going to bring this. I'm going to seamlessly bring this up again in just one minute. <laughs> okay. um, Dave, uh, it won't lo- backfire, I'm sure. Find the strength. It's a sword of power. Sword of power. Dragon and earth. Soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Last time on Ballin' Out Super, the big ball was still going. Just like last week when it was going, and the week before when they started getting it together. The big ball is flying around. What's going to happen with the ball? Find out this week on Ball <laughs> In and Out Super. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Ball In Out Super. Super. I'm your host, Katie Rosalie. I'm with me as always is my faithful friend, Alex Patak. Always a ball to be here, Katie. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> and the opening pitches out and crack of the bat play ball it's Lawson Leong everybody and the crowd goes wild mwah, mwah. <laughs> yes, or it I should we here. say Balson Leong how dare Leong. you <laughs> in my own house Alex <laughs> well, it's only your own house because we're telecommuting well yeah that's true that's a good point <laughs> we're all in our own house is that not what that phrase means <laughs> Uh, you're really blowing up the movie magic here, Alex. Yeah, a little bit. I'm technically in my mother-in-law's house. Stop breaking kayfabe, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and That's this... even more offensive to say that in your own mother-in-law's in house. In your own mother-in-law's house, Alex. <laughs> David Twainy's here! And we have the media, David Twainy. And that's a triple to deep right field. Uh, <laughs> that's a beaut. It could go... Oh, nope, it's off the wall. No, it's oh. off the... Look at him go! Oh, boy. He's booking oh, yeah, it around scramble. second. He's, he's digging for around. home, and he's out by oh, a lot. It wasn't even close. Who waved but... him in? Who would wave that man home? He just kept <laughs> dropping it. Right this arm's like. getting paid! <laughs> Is that a thing people say in baseball? Sometimes. <laughs> Their umps getting paid? Sometimes. They're about to start, I think. Uh, <laughs> All especially right. Especially this year. Jesus. My coach. Yes, I mean, don't get me started, Katie. Don't get me started. <laughs> my coach used get to me say. Started, Alex. <laughs> my coach used to say, this umps really hosing us because I played in Long Island. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I could say that so instead. Yeah. We'll run <laughs> it back. I'll say that instead. But, you know, we have a lot to discuss here today. I'm not sure I'm going to have time to say that thing about the ump. <laughs> On account of the fact that just before the show started, we were discussing the origins of Best Buy, a little mom and pop <laughs> place that just... <laughs> you thought he was joking when he said he was going to bring it back up. He always does this. It it's doesn't like... work. It doesn't work the second time. Every time it's interesting to talk about. Rebring up a natural conversation topic. People love hearing facts about Best Buy, the mom and pop store. I... 
About I mean, whatever. I, I would argue it didn't even really work the first time. Like, <laughs> do you want me to say again the thing that I sort of remember that my mom mentioned to me several years ago? <laughs> yes, I do, David. I do want you to say it. <laughs> well, did you know that the store Best Buy, the famous <laughs> oh, I haven't heard of that uh, in a while. <laughs> nationwide electronics and uh, uh, whatever chain, uh, they sell candy by the counter, too. I don't know. Uh, but they the first one <laughs> opened because there was a tornado in Minnesota and like there it like fucked up some stores and like the oh, no. Best Buy founders like got like bought up all of the damaged like uh, cassettes and whatever and sold it at a discount and that was the first Best Buy it was in a tornado was in... that's pretty dangerous David <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah but yeah. every tornado it's is an true. opportunity and that's where that expression comes from. Every tornado has a silver lining. Every tornado has a, a, a way to purchase rescue thorn. me season four. And I also <laughs> did hear every rose has a thorn on the radio five minutes before I started recording, which is <laughs> locked into my brain. I know. Why, Alex? Why specifically? But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about Best Buy. You know what? Here's my thing about that song. Does every cowboy sing a sad, sad song? That seems no. unlikely. And that's also something I was getting stuck on is I've never <laughs> even heard of like one cowboy sing a sad, sad song I've except seen in the song. Some sad cowboy songs, but yeah. mostly they seem to be rooting and tooting and shooting and and like fighting. Yeah, they're shooting all the. If they're only sad songs because they're drunk murderers. I mean, <laughs> to be of- fair. You're listening to a lot of cowboy material, I'm assuming, for your ill-advised Grand Nidorino script. <laughs> you, you know, you would think the research I'm doing is uh, complete in that fashion, but you may be misled in, in that. <laughs> oh, word? <laughs> it's mostly been a lot of shooting from the hip. That's what being a cowboy is about, it shooting is. from the hip. Shoot first, ask questions ah, ever. That's the Clint Eastwood way. By the way, for a few dollars more, is free again on YouTube. Everybody, just everybody knows. Gran Torino? Yeah, no. guys, check out Gran Torino. No, no, Gran Torino. Uh, for, uh, for a few dollars it's more. Down. It's back. Oh, well, back luckily free. I already own that mo- movie on digital video disc. <laughs> oh, purchase at Best purchase Buy. Purchase at Best there Buy. Probably. Yeah. There's a, there's a good chance. all those stuff over there, David. It's called Best Buy, and <laughs> it was in every town in this country. You're on the ball. It's kind of the cultural meeting place. I remember the bell would ring at 3 p.m. at my high school, and I'd say, I got to get down to Best Buy time. and start rapping with the other you kids. You know why Alex is so hung up on this Best Buy bit is because he really wants to go into mother-in-law bits, but he's <laughs> trapped because they're all standing right outside the screen. And he well, I am in bits. the suburbs, when, when and I, I have suburbs brain. When I was 15 or 16, there was a time when uh, I didn't have my driver's license yet, but my parents were out of town and I took their car and I went to Best Buy and I bought a Muse CD and a Ministry CD. <laughs> See, we're all David! acting like this. these are cornerstones of our lives and our personalities. <laughs> David, then, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I gotta go to Best Buy. <laughs> it was and my first like, taste of freedom. <laughs> and then you bought Muse and Ministry. Like, I could kind of get behind Ministry, but you're like, I'm never gonna be able to find this Muse CD anywhere else. The most popular band of the 2000s internationally. They have little known acts like Muse in the M section after Matchbox 20. <laughs> 
I mean, that's way after Matchbox 20. There are a lot of M's between I mean, and that's just how many Matchbox CDs 20. they had. If, <laughs> but if you're yeah, listening now, you and, probably don't understand. And one of the, one of the bands in there, Ministry, with their <laughs> hit early 2000s album, Houses of the Mole, oh in which God. the title of every track starts with the letter W because of George W. Bush. Did you specifically At- go in to get both CDs, or were you looking for Ministry? And then put I think that I want on the way out. Or were you? Just I think like, it was. I think it was the other way around. To Best okay. Buy. I better be buying the hardest shit in this joint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You went in for Muse, think... and you're like, "Oh shit, Ministry," and you pick that up through. It I think the... so, but yeah. I don't remember. It might have been. I like that. Might have been just like I don't remember if that if I made a dedicated trip to Best Buy or if uh-huh. I like took the car and went to my friend's house and it was on the way there or back. But okay. either way. Okay, gotcha. When you're just I, rooting around. I have, a, I have a very uh, very vivid memory of popping that Muse CD and when I got to the car, I'd be like, oh, this is the shit. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm going to play Guitar Hero and know what the song is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the next uh, that was the next Muse album that was on the that had a song on the Guitar Hero soundtrack. God, that was kind Alex. of a big break for them. I'm sorry, I'm young. <laughs> it's my God. birthday. Yeah, Happy the one that I got was Absolution. So Happy 18th birthday! Oh Alex. shit! Yeah, <laughs> Happy birthday to the big boy. That's He's right. Boy. I'm legal. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I'm like <laughs> Goku. Finally, I can. <laughs> In that, can... I'm legal. I have a website that's uh, Alex Legality Timer. It's been a countdown for the past five years of this podcast because I know everyone's waiting for those street legal uh, samurai bun picks. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to pick them up. I got. I have. There's that little cover photo of me with my thumbs through my belt loops. Like, oh, they're gonna fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your Maximum thumbs or your actually... belt loops? <laughs> that is so specific. Well, that's just the, the, what Maxim had me do at the time. I was 17. I had a lot of free time on my hands. They said, look, you're not in any movies. You might as well do our cover shoot. I'll never forget when they put Gohan on the cover of Maxim. It was such oh a controversy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like he, he was a little boy, and now he's on the cover of Maxim. There he is, he didn't getting even the know. whole aisle wet. He didn't know what that meant. He was too young to understand. He didn't, he didn't know, know he was too young. <sighs> that is the thing, is if you invited Go on onto a hot Maxim cover shoot, he really wouldn't appreciate the honor of it um, until it's explained to him by Videl or some other worldly friend of his that he's met at, at uh, is it Red Star High School? Sure. Oh, I forget what the fuck it was called. Lone Star High School? That can't be right. Bang, bang. The three of us operate a Dragon Ball Z podcast. <laughs> I have made it very clear that I record in a fugue state. This, I have had, the the high school. I have had lifetimes on this show, and I don't remember a single and fucking I word I said. I understand that, that we don't understand the things we're saying or the specific Best Buy uh, uh, memory lane trips, but then also the events of the show. I mean, like... Just legally, we may have to be able to... Like, if you had to prove you run a Dragon Ball Z podcast, they might be like, what's the name of Gohan's high school? That's a terrible <laughs> Well, I question. mean, I feel like that is for sure something that would come up at, like, where whatever bar in Brooklyn is doing Dragon Ball Z trivia nights once a month or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's a good I'm thing so to know. I'm so sick of that, that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not being invited, you mean? Or? 
Dragon Ball isn't about trivia or knowing that he went to Orange Star High School. Damn it. Sick of these these ambush Dragon Ball Z trivia nights. <laughs> I'm just trying to drink and forget Dragon Ball Z. I don't have to prove my fandom. That's so wrong. I'm confident in my Dragon Ball knowledge without knowing his high school. <laughs> Who knows his high um, school? Nobody on earth. No one. I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah, they're probably. You're gonna get so many fucking emails after this episode. It's Orange Star High School. I looked it up yeah, while we were I know, doing it. Alex. I know it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen David in what, like nine months? How's your life? <laughs> what the fuck is up? <laughs> Yo, how's the West Coast? Do you live inside a weed farm? <laughs> yeah, it's early in afternoon over here. What's up, ah, motherfuckers? Oh, you know they're oh, blazing shit. it. Uh, no, I don't know. It's good. I moved to I moved to Portland, Oregon, back in uh, August, and it's great. I mean, it's a like this is a dumb thing to complain about when I moved here, but it has rained continuously for the past like twenty eight days. Um, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna need that to prevent the uh, raging forest fires that coast through the area, destroying yeah. everything in their path. Yeah, honestly, it could be worse. There's like a, there is like a, but yeah, there's like that. Uh, we live for that one month window uh, uh, that happens twice a year. Where it's yeah, I used to like... call it the endless evening because it always <laughs> feels like six p.m. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, Katie, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. thanks. I'm a poet. <laughs> Fuck uh, you. <laughs> but yeah, Alex, it's fucking pop. great. My life is fucking awesome. Great. That's what I wanted to hear. And uh, we're happy dope. for you. And it's not like a bad thing that your life is so awesome right now. Yeah. If you how had are, to, if you how had are to you say, guys, how are you doing back there? Terrible. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, I got monkeypox over here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you were gone. Lawson got monkeypox. <laughs> oh shit! And then it became from a, a toilet seat. Well, no, that's not that's not true, Alex. <laughs> we technically don't know where I got it from. We sorta. technically don't know where he got the monkeypox. We technically box. don't know exactly. <laughs> It could have been any part of the toilet. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> it could have been the water chamber. I was all bag. up on all of that. It yeah. could have been anything. It could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say toilet culture has kind of changed on the East Coast. Since, uh, <laughs> yeah, big shifts in the toilet uh, conversation <laughs> out here. <laughs> What or, would you say? It's a conversation. What would you say? A Dragon Ball Z arc you are in in this Portland window you find yourself in now. Do you find yourself in kind of a? And you can use the whole spring I think he's of Dragon in Orange Ball Z. Star High School. <laughs> yeah, I really he's feel like just I'm a, chilling out. <laughs> I just feel I feel like a young Gohan attending Orange Star High School. <laughs> That's where you you can you find most of your love interests if you're Gohan. <laughs> Other than that, you've only met like a dinosaur in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a hike. <laughs> yes, scale back. Walk out start, of here. Start saying dino slurs at them. <laughs> scale back. That's their dino word. Slurs. <laughs> scale back. You is take their your word. long tooth and, uh, and, and, and and suck on it with a fucking. Uh, Backwards bending ass legs or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, you, your back knee. <laughs> Razor wing. Is this the Pokemon movie? The main thing about slurs, and I wanted to get this on the podcast. <laughs> we should discuss uh-huh. them. Is they got to be short? 
They gotta be short and they gotta have hard sounds. Otherwise, uh -huh. people yeah. don't know. They don't get that. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting this you're full one of out. hate. That's interesting. That's also what Judy Carter says in the comedy Bible. Is that true? <laughs> That's how you be funny. You want to be be quick with percussive sounds. Yeah. It is fun. Well, that's why they're fun. That's why people want to say them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why what, they want to diminish others by their race. That's why the KKK is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and the <laughs> thing is, they're getting bad rap. Yeah, they're the getting KKK, better at comedy, and I'll be honest, it's making me nervous. They've already got the rule of threes, <laughs> right? They Wait, got the funniest what? letter K. They're nailing it. What good Klansman <laughs> comedy have you seen? <laughs> Mostly the beginning of Django Unchained. <laughs> They've taken over that's, Austin, from what I understand. That's true. <laughs> Jonah Hill really hey, There's a bit of topical humor here in between Best Buy chunks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put this right after. It is Best really sad how empty malls are now. Lawson, what were you saying? <laughs> this is when I used to do stand up. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to do the uh, clan yeah. bit right after my Best Buy chunk. That's going to be. <laughs> that's how I transition. <laughs> <That> fucking. <laughs> A slay. The best you buy, don't close on I, Best Buy. The Best Buy is how like that's how I get relatable, and then like now that I'm relatable, I'm gonna I'm gonna test the audience, do the clan bit, <laughs> test out, see if I can think myself out. All of, of it. my <laughs> all of my bits are about uh, things with alliterative names. I've got a Best Buy bit. I've got a Ku Klux Klan <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. There's one joke that I have about uh, retired pro wrestler Arn Anderson. Uh, <laughs> uh, You'll why never... are those? Why is that the only other thing that I can think of right now? What's a uh, what's another thing that's two words that start with the same letter? L L Bean. Uh, no. no. <laughs> Dungeons. Come back and to me. Yeah, no, D D. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, I've heard. Okay, now this is related to anime. I've heard this Dungeons and Dragons movie is pretty good. I I haven't seen it. It yet. was fine. I remember it's pretty Why good. Why would I pay to see that, Alex? I haven't seen it. I'll you like watch orcs? it. I'll watch it on a plane or when I'm half asleep and high on a couch. I'm not going to the movie theater for that one. Yeah. I'm the only one with movie pass again, and I've accepted that. I have the Regal Pass um, mm. because that's the closest theater to my house. So I see a lot of bullshit. I went and saw Dungeons and Dragons last week. You must was... be fit for a king. It was fine. Yeah. Because of the regal pass. But yeah, I am excited to see it. Uh, do you have any uh, uh, notes for the film? It was, I mean, it had like cool uh, fantasy stuff in it. There were like some fun magic battles and stuff like that. But like not one of the jokes landed. It was like, like all the dialogue was like the shit where it's like someone does something cool. And one of the other characters goes, I'm glad he's on our side or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> I love those types really of like real first draft shit, but I, it was fine. It was like perfectly. Okay. I kind of love that though. That's really what I'm looking for in a, in a dungeon and dragon setting. I don't <laughs> need right. you to first make draft shit. Yeah. I don't need you to bring your Camus game to my Dungeon Master <laughs> I setting. I just, like, wanted to... I would have liked there to be, like, actual jokes in there, but, like, right. that's fine. writes a fucking movie these days. It's like, you know when the rogue turns to the camera and he's like, didn't Best Buys used to be everywhere? Where did those go? I feel like we spent all our time at Best Buys. They should say, call them good buys, because they're not around anymore. What 
else? What else? What else? What uh, else? Uh, the, the other, roll, the... roll a dice to see what's up with the state of American mall culture. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty the, empty. The other one, I had an afternoon to kill in Seattle on Saturday, and I went and saw the Nike movie. Have you seen the... Oh, Lawson was popping thing. off about that the other Fuck week. Fuck this movie. It's the bullshit. Movie, it, it was so fucking boring. It's well, like exactly. The, it's what could it possibly movie. be about? Who fucking cares? I, Go off. I, like, I liked Moneyball, so I thought maybe it would be like entertaining in that I way. I think but, the idea is like, who goes to see movies in the theater these days? People with special interests. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I bet Shoeheads thought it was a landmark film. Yeah. <laughs> It's really like uh, my favorite my favorite thing about uh movies like that, like which there have been a bunch of lately, is just the thing where it's like I mean that movie, every second of the movie, it's like it's nineteen eighty-four. Like there's like a needle drop like every twelve yeah. seconds. Oh god, that's and like it's like the Fear same Street song movies every time. Where they, they got the budget and they're like, What if we play Foghead every ten seconds? I'm like, I get it. I uh I get it. I you know, I just feel like that movie could have just been like a made-for-TV one-off, like an hour yeah. <laughs> long. But yeah, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wanted to make it for some reason. They were really they got a well. It's hair because up their Ben Affleck is the <laughs> most ben Affleck? like. I'm sorry. What did I say? <laughs> ben, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Affleck. Affleck that fuck. That ben... guy with the terrible back tattoo. <laughs> he made the movie, right? Sure. Oh, so this is Ben Affleck, a different guy from Ben Affleck, because Ben Affleck's tattoo is dope. <laughs> you must be talking about a different guy called Affleck with an eye. And I'm gonna fucking thrash you. I don't even ben- remember the really good joke I was about to make. It's fucking gone now. It's like it's lost to the sands of time. Oh! here. Come see the famous PDX airport carpet and then come whoop my ass. I, I welcome it's it. It's gone, David. They ripped it up. Everyone no, it's still knows there. that. It's still there. Oh. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other thing that movies like that love to do is they'll just like have a guy be wrong. And that's like the joke where they're like, <laughs> we should call it Air Jordans. And one guy's like, that'll never work. And you're supposed to be yeah. like, ha ha. Oh, uh, that's a great name. Little okay, does he idiot. know that's actually a very successful shoe brand. <laughs> What an idiot! <laughs> there are Katie's right. Nobody writes movies anymore. <laughs> and what it's is like this? there is interesting stories to tell in streetwear and stuff. This isn't it though. This was just some guys like who's the most famous basketball player or like the best one at the time. Let's give him a shoe. <laughs> Pretty straightforward shit. Yeah. It's- it's not like the story of like and one or some shit where there's like real crazy shit going on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this story had to be told. Uh, it's like of course two <laughs> bland idiots from Boston oh, are like people got to know about the shoe. Dude, yeah, I it, will never see a movie about a shoe. You love <laughs> Elizabeth Town. <laughs> well, Elizabeth Town, the shoe, shoe is just the dressing for a great romance story. It's about the romance. <laughs> that wraps you inside and refuses to let go. Oh, also, the- I saw Mario last week, and I want to talk about it. You motherfucker. Go okay. ahead. Let's go. Let's just say the movies are back. 
<laughs> I, I haven't I seen it yet, you. but it seems fine. I don't know why people are mad. I'm like, oh, it's a cute movie about Mario. It seems great. Where Chris like, yeah, they have Jack Blackie like singing the song. <laughs> the, what's, that's, what's the issue? That's what the, he's Bowser. The thing when when that movie got announced and they like like released the cast for it, I was like, there were two reactions that I was like completely mystified by both of them. It's like everyone was like, "Oh, Chris Pratt can't be Mario," and it's like, I don't, I'm sick of that guy too. But like, who? But who also, cares? who would be Mario? Like, who gives a <laughs> yeah. shit? Like, like they're not re- gonna get a man from a pizza box. That's you not want- real. <laughs> do you want them to get like what's this, the Charles Martinelli or whatever to do like the entire like the whole fucking movie? He's like, it's me. Like every line of dialogue is like <laughs> that, that would be horrible. That would be brutal. But yeah, then we the got other- John Turturro to really just kind of lowball it. <laughs> But then the other reaction that people were having was, now Jack Black is perfect for Bowser. And I'm like, I'm sure he'll do a good job, but have you spent a lot of time, like, fantasy casting the Mario movie? That's, like, insane <laughs> I think people to me. just like Jack Black, and I yeah, can get me behind too. Yeah, that. But I think great. it's just, like, this is a movie for kids. We're going to put some famous people in them. It's going to be fine, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had two reactions. One was I would take back all of the rude things I said about Mr. Pratt upon discovering his appearance as Mario because I, too, said that he doesn't sound like Mario, but in around five seconds into the film, you just accept that Mario sounds like Chris Pratt now. Also, he lives in Brooklyn, which is like, What? Don't Wait. put him in any real place. It's so weird. <laughs> we gotta go to the Dragon Ball Z trivia night. <laughs> Luigi, it's Geralman Street. <laughs> the first Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins, because I believe they were also in Brooklyn in that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they were like doing um, homage to that, which seems like the five people who still care about this are honored. You <laughs> continued that tradition. I mean... I guess it's just to be like, it's not a weird 40s racist holdover. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> it's Brooklyn, baby. And so I saw it with Kaplowitz, who had that whole Mario podcast. And so he had a lot of strong opinions on the Mario movie and the Mario lifestyle. And uh, even his his comment was, for all of the criticisms he had to say about it, it was hard to like have anything to say when, uh, whenever anything happened in the movie, there were like 90 children around us all cheering and screaming the entire time. That's who time. it's for! It's for babies! Like, what? <laughs> like, everyone needs to fucking relax. <laughs> it got, the movie ended and there were three ovations. Yeah. Wow. It was a, it's a also, downright success on every I will level. say this, watching any movie, even if it sucks ass with a bunch of like psyched kids, is a very good movie going experience if you like don't care about actually watching the movie. Yeah. If the crowd's into it, it's just like, yeah, it's not. Awesome. I saw the that Godzilla movie in like Queens with a bunch of kids, and like some kid at one point turns to his friend and goes, That's Godzilla. I'm like, that's right. Yeah, that <laughs> right. Are you talking about the the second one with all the monsters? King of the Monsters? That one rocks. Uh, that one I don't did know. rock. It was from like four years ago, five years ago. Probably that one then. <laughs> the thing is, I like all of them because Bradley they have Godzilla. Cooper's in a bunker saying a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like it was leading up to a bunch of movies, and then they're like, never mind. Well, just kidding. That's enough. We got all the monsters. Godzilla vs. Kong, like, fairly recently, right? I mean, yeah. that came out. But it wasn't fairly recently, was it? It was like three years ago. That's fairly that's recently. Fair- I think that's fairly recent. 
That's like sure. a short enough <laughs> time that there could be another one coming for sure. It takes yeah, like it's that been, long to make these things. It's been 80 years since World War II, so in that time span, sure, yeah, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah, that's how I measure my time. That movie was great. That movie revealed that King Kong has a house in the center of the earth with a big chair that he sits in. I, I liked that a lot. That's pretty cool. I appreciate the booking of Godzilla versus King Kong. You know King what, Kong. guys? I love a monkey. I'm just going to come out and say it. <laughs> yeah. Big monkey, little monkey is yeah. fucking funny. It's Bro, all gravy to me, man. Hey, man. They be, they be swinging. <laughs> see a monkey. They swing on stuff. They're well, like us, but now, they swing. It's fun. They're like us, but they swing. Yeah. Uh, now that we've covered promotion for all of these wonderful brands that are paying us so much, we'd also yeah. like to do an advertisement for one of our great listeners in our famous segment, the Ballin' Out Super Advertisement. Let's go! Hey, do you have a thing that you'd like to advertise on Ballin' Out Super? Keep it to yourself for a little bit. We got too many for once somehow. <laughs> We normally have none, and I have to beg at this point and grovel like a desperate little urchin on the sidewalk, but not today, because we have a bunch. And this week's, you're gonna love, this is a fantastic product and the music is playing right now. It's another week of word shirts. Ooh. Remember word shirts from last week? I was sick. Yeah, Katie wasn't here, but who could ever forget? about word shirts, I'm hearing, I have fresh new ears. Mm. Well, Katie, if you go on Etsy.com slash shop slash word shirts at all, you can get all these great word shirts. I'm going to go ahead and put that in the chat right now so you can yeah, look at all these things. Put it in the things. chat. I want to peruse. Uh, I, you know, I'm a woman and I do be shopping. Yeah, this is perfect for the woman who shops in your life. Mm. Um... Ooh, I messed up the copy paste somehow. God damn it, like Alex. Ten, five or ten times in a row. But uh, <laughs> the thing that I neglected to mention last week about these wonderful shirts with words on them, words like juicy and oh. bad guy with a gun, oh. uh, is that if you type in the code marmalade at checkout, you can take $5 off your order of $20 or more. Uh, I see uh, someone watched a YouTube video on drop shipping. <laughs> That's right. I'm here to make a cool 10k a month on word shirts on Etsy.com. Shirts like I'm taking material steps in the commission of a felony. <laughs> Some of these are better than others. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, this one just says uh. Yeah, but it's subtle. It's understated. It says a very. It's like you and then a lie. <laughs> I, I mean, the more I look at these, the more insane they kind of seem to me. I appreciate Do you like that. So in the email, you can't see, but there are booty shorts that say dehydrated. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, okay. you can wear those for your wife, Alex. Yeah, so that she knows I'm popping. I like uh, this one. Please ask before petting. I bite in italics underneath. Ooh, meow. A little bit of, a little bit of teeth on that one. Like yeah, that'll get you locked up. Mm-hmm. You have weird don't wear that 300 feet from a school. <laughs> yeah, Some of these don't seem <laughs> That's a great thing to say in an advertisement, by the way. It's going to be a new one I'm dropping all the time. Don't wear this 300 feet from a school. <laughs> this hey, one take... says the terms and conditions acceptor. Yeah, we got website understander lower down, too. Mm -hmm. Right That's next good. to standard issue internet pervert. Hey, that's me! Hey! Yeah, if, if that anybody's... is... There's really something for everyone on word shirts, you know? 
On word shirts at all, there's all kinds of great shirts and pants, like I'm microdosing pants booty shorts. Yeah, and these were definitely made by a person and not a AI that's become sentient. Definitely. No, it's made by a person and it's a sexy person. So run, do not walk to this hot opportunity on Etsy.com slash shop slash word shirts at all. And that's how you get a shirt. Let's go. Shirts. Hey, you know who wears a shirt? Who's that? Who? Uh, I don't know. Vegeta on his day off. Okay. <laughs> uh, you were going to say Goku, weren't you? But he doesn't. But he doesn't. He doesn't wear one. He simply doesn't. Uh, he doesn't even fit in these things. Who wants to talk about this episode of Dragon Ball Z that I hope I watched the right one? I, I do, do. I do. Yeah, I, I can do. take it or leave it. Okay. The title of this episode is You Really Are the Greatest, Goku. The Demise of Majin Buu. Did I watch the right episode? Uh, I hope so. I yeah, don't I think so. Think so. Wait, I don't remember <laughs> what it was called, but... <laughs> it's something like that. But the thing Goku, is, they Goku all kind of sound... was pretty great in the one that I saw. I don't... <laughs> they all kind of sound like that. It's kinda... Does but... he kill him this episode? <laughs> yeah, Buu does go down. Okay, he great. Did, I watched yeah. the right one. Okay, yes, yeah. Title of this... All right, do over. I was just a little nervous because I was sick last week. Okay, do over. You really are the greatest Goku, the demise of Majin Buu. Yay! Yay. Yeah. Yeah. You did that in one take, Katie. One take, Katie. <laughs> one take, Katie. That's what they call her. Leon. That's me. I got I got that shirt made at uh, wordshirts.com. Word take, Katie. Dot Katie. Last week, uh, Hercule asked everyone to help Goku with his spirit bomb, and then this week, uh, he's still having some issues with it. Yeah, they mostly did it, but they can't do it too much. (laughs) It's a lot of the conflict (laughs) in this episode. (laughs) You see, because they have a big enough spirit bomb, but... um, but maybe and this is something it. that is not in the uh, plot until now, but apparently you got to pilot it. You got to push it. You got to land it down there. You have to give birth to it. Goku. Yeah, I thought the whole point soggy. of the spirit bomb that it was so big that you just drop it and it does the work, but apparently it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Piccolo and Gohan, they're flying and uh, and they're, they're flying around. They're talking about how Goku seems to be tired, and um, oh, and Trunks and Goten are eating corn. Yeah, and they, they can't corn. help because uh, Kabuto Kai is uh, fucked. Yeah, he can't teleport them to help. Although I don't know what they'd really do anyway. Honestly, I know. And the thing is, okay, so last week they made a lot of hay about, hey, everybody, we got to go person to person, town to town, and bark in the entire Earth into helping Goku with his spirit bomb. Uh, let's send out the kids. They're going to do it. And then Goten and Trunks, they ask one set of farmers who reject them and then give them corn. Yep. And this is a big reveal that the, in the entire time since that's happened, and it's been around a half hour to 45 minutes, they've just been eating that corn. Yeah. It's established that Goten and Trunks have executive dysfunction and aren't being raised <laughs> In a no household, they never hear the no <laughs> word, so they're not really doing so well on their own. Yeah, these these uh, you know, these new generation, they don't they get everything they ask for. They don't know how to how to get out there and 
busk for a spirit bomb. <laughs> Goku swears a bunch. And mm. it, he's yeah, he says a- cock. And- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to hear him say it. <laughs> it's yep. really only comes out in dark moments for him. They really, they really let it all out these episodes. <laughs> he's just like my big throbbing cock can't push this yeah. ball oh, into he does, <laughs> he does say that it's throbbing. That is true. <laughs> but, Vegeta, you gotta fuck my ass. <laughs> Shit in a bucket. <laughs> what? He's <laughs> no, very frustrated. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the lookout, everyone is reminded that they're not dead anymore. Yes. Yeah. Cries. Be- well, they were recently, so it's confusing. Chi freaks out. And then Bulma says, Are you trying to give him a mommy complex? And yeah. I'm like, Yes. They cry and hug their children. This goes on forever. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this episode and the last few episodes, a lot of the time spent is reminding new characters what's happening in the plot, which is why a recap podcast of Dragon Ball Z is so important yeah. because we can just remind you what happened in the plot. And then you don't have to watch like Chi Chi be like, oh, Goten, you weren't in the scene where we explained they're on Kai planet. That's a sacred planet. It's where Kai's live. I lives. don't get why plot-wise, why we need to see these like minutia conversations where we they don't. just like get everyone up to speed. I'm like, just show me Goku fighting. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it really has a feel like you know the weeks around finals in high school where the, everybody's getting ready for the test. And there's really nothing to do, but you have to be at the school. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, yep. uh, you're you're doing schoolwork. It's real senioritis shit. Oh, there's like, isn't there like a rule of writing that you don't tell the audience what they already know, like multiple times through different characters because it's fucking annoying. Also, <laughs> well, the the great works break the rules, Lawson. But uh, yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, then there is like a part at the end of Romeo and Juliet, which is one of the most famous and beloved plays of all time, of where course. someone shows up and they're dead, and they're like, "What happened?" And then like the <laughs> priest is like, "Well," and then like explains the whole story up to that point. They're in love, but they're Italian, <laughs> and so there are rules yeah. They were trying that. to, they were trying to, and it's like, what are you doing? We were here this whole time. Why are you doing this? They committed dude? The their, double their families are mad, but you know, it's not really like about anything. In Shakespearean love. times, it was often that the crowd would come down with IBS mid-play. So those were <laughs> yeah. people who were shitting in a trough. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I actually break that rule all the time on Theater of Delights, and every line is explaining exactly what is happening because you can't see it, and it's only an audio podcast. Well, that <laughs> sure, makes that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. that's just part of the art form, baby. Yeah. Um. So Goku has said he needs more power, and he's maxed out. And then Vegeta is like, I don't understand. I guess my calculations were wrong. He's just too tired to throw a ball. Yeah, Goku's too tired to have thrown that ball. And Majin Buu has picked up this ball the size of, I don't know. A planet? A fucking county or something. Yeah. (laughs) And is just like flexing it off of his shoulders back at Goku. And it is so cool. I kind of want him to win for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, well, I mean, this whole fight has just been Goku complaining he's too tired and then doing nothing to help. (laughs) Majin Buu is a can-do attitude. There was a whole episode where they're like, why aren't you powering up? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I'm 
I just it's been too I many episodes. Be powering up. Why am I not getting it up? <laughs> Damn it. I kind of don't know what I do here anymore, really. Kid I've lost the, direction. He played the Uno Reverse <laughs> card on the Spirit Bomb, which is impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Kid Boo rocks. Oh, you Spirit Bomb. I hope he's around for a long time. Yeah, There's a monta- montage of people being upset. <laughs> Katie's right. That's what happens. This is a montage of people <laughs> being like, oh, fuck, oh, no. It's tired. Fuck. fuck. Did you read the trades? Goku is down this week. (laughs) Damn it. I invested in him. (laughs) And yeah, like, there's animations of, like, the spirit bomb. It's huge. It's, like, tearing up this planet. And Kid Buu is just pushing back on it. Yeah, where are they doing this? It's the planet of the Kais, David. It's a sacred place. Ask a stupid question. You yeah. get a really accurate answer. Is that mm-hmm. the expression? That immediately, you know, yeah, that's exactly that's right. where they are. Well, yeah, that's how we say it out here on the West Coast. We say, "Ask a stupid question, get a really smart answer from your friend Alex, who's so smart. Look at that's him. out of pocket." <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just like walking slowly with his big beam at Goku. Mm-hmm. Vegeta then. This is like, this episode feels like sometimes like watching uh, an email. So Vegeta yells to Dende. He's like, why don't you come down here and heal Goku? And then there's like a 10 minute conversation about how like Kabito Kai is too tired for that. And he would if he could, but he can't. So sorry about that. <laughs> like, what is happening? A lot of excuses is now kind of the meat yeah. of the show. Then Vegeta's like, all right, no bad ideas and brainstorming. What if everyone on Earth sacrifices what's left of their energy to Goku? And King Kai's like, no. And I'm like, well, at this point, why does it matter? I mean, it really is like if you have Vegeta in your brainstorm room, he's going to be like, what if we kill all humans again? <laughs> I don't care at all about that. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, he makes some good points. He's like, they're going to die either way. So let's, let's And until they come up with a better idea, it is kind of like, well, he's got the best idea. I guess that, we're going to kill all the humans. That was the best idea so far. <laughs> oh my, it, the, the fucking montage of all the people having no energy, very funny. Yeah, really everyone's hilarious. so sleepy on Earth. <laughs> There's a montage of everyone taking little naps. Yeah. There's a mom and, and child coming home from the mall with bags and they just like fall down. There's like a farmer eating like a sandwich, like to get his yeah. There's like there's like a guy like nom 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 nom. (laughs) Goku can't find the strength, and uh, you know he Vegeta goes to Mister Satan and he's like, "You got to call on the people to Earth to give us everything they got. It's like our last ditch effort." Tell them that Democrats need their votes. Yeah, he's like, "Vote blue, no matter who." And then King Kai's like. (laughs) No, also don't do anything. <laughs> and this Stop is a conflict for Mr. Satan. And he goes, uh, this is his big moment where he's like, this whole time I thought this was a dream, but it turns out it's real. So if it's real, I can't do it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. He refuses you already to have another human life, Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan's the fucking worst. <laughs> Hate him so much. He's a true hero, Katie. A man of the people. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, he did a great job being annoying at the last moment, which is what <laughs> a lot of viewers want in their battling anime. Yeah, yeah. Really, that was like that was when I was like something for me finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy sucks! Hell yeah, <laughs> this guy's Peter the champ. Is about to uh, punch his head off, but then he remembers that there's a giant muscular dragon. That's been impatiently waiting for like two episodes. <laughs> he's only two out of three wishes deep, and yeah. so he's on hold. Yeah. Until I now, I just feel like couldn't they just like unwish Boo out of existence? They have so many different ways to get rid of Boo, <laughs> and they don't choose to do any of them. I think if they tried to just say get rid of Boo, the dragon would. Uh, they'd have some bullshit line about like Boo is even stronger than me or something. Yeah, yeah I know, probably. but it's just like, why didn't you guys at least try? He would just also, say no. Never a problem for bringing any of these people back. It's never like Goku's too big to come back. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But anyway, so Vegeta's idea is to wish on the muscle dragon to gas Goku back up. And uh, they, they, so Dende makes the wish, and uh, Goku's like, oh, yeah, I feel it. Oh, that's good, says Goku. You feel that's that, That's a smooth rush. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it coming back. I, I, I feel, I feel young again. Yeah. I feel like I'm back in my, on my Harley. Actually, says what he literally says is, I feel my strength is back. Looks at camera. Thanks a lot, Dragon Balls. That's this is said. this is it. He said it. He said the thing. He said thank you, Dragon Balls. Thank you, Dragon Balls. Thank you, Dragon Balls. Thank this episode, you, Dragon Balls. They needed three whole wishes to defeat Kid Boo. This is some bullshit. Just thank you, Kid Dragon Boo. Balls. They honestly, I, I mean, we really chat on the uh, Dragon Ball GT arc about how using wishes is bad and. Uh, at the end there, but they shouldn't get to use them like this. No, what, was no, I... what were the first two wishes? It was to bring all of Earth back. Okay. And, that's and all a, of the people on that's Earth. That's well spent, I think, yeah. But it's like before they defeated the guy that killed them all in the first place. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, you want to like... do that? In... Basically, well, yeah. First you'd go, I wish that this guy was just a little guy. He ain't hurting nobody. And then <laughs> yeah. the second one is then you bring back everything. Shenron, you got a ratatouille, this fucker. Kid Boo is basically Thanos. He won completely. And they use the first two wishes to be like, no, you didn't win. And they use this last one to be like, also, you're dead. <laughs> it's kind of bullshit. I, you know, in GT, I like the idea that there was consequences for all this. They yes. just did it in the worst way possible. Agreed. And it comes down to the execution again, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. back there and uh that's a damn shame but anyway we love what's happening right now so as goku, goku crushes this little guy yeah yep. he throws the ball at majin buu and everyone there's a montage of everyone's like cool this is great and we love it except for frieza who hates it uh frieza's watching it at television in hell if you forgot right it's on the hell of vision hell which just seems to be like one cliff um, and then, um, Boo tries to push it back, but he is forced deep into the earth. And this is when Goku gives his hero speech. You nearly won, Boo. 
Uh, let's think about the whole plot of the this Boo saga <laughs> this now. This fucking <laughs> montage. The Goku being like, hey guys, give it up for Kid Boo. Did he do good? He did, wasn't he great? <laughs> He's a real wasn't trooper. He, he was, he was Look great. at all his forms. Look at all, he look, said. Look at all yeah. Goku had said, so many great forms. Goku said, you had so many forms, even for me. That's what he said. <laughs> Even I had enough, said Goku. Even I thought you had too many forms. Enough for what? What do you? Why did any of this have to happen? I don't know. Too many forms. What is this? The DMV. <laughs> oh my god! David, shit. David, David. The West Coast David. has made you sharp. Oh, young man, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. We must yeah. be done here. So there's a montage that just literally <laughs> recaps the whole last, like, whatever amount of episodes. <laughs> Wasn't like, he great? Yeah, we did watch that. Majin Buu, everybody. <laughs> Wasn't he great? Give it up for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's just good says, sportsmanship right there. Yeah, <laughs> he says, I was, hope yeah. you come back someday, but good, because I would like to fight you without the loss. And I'm that's like, so you are... The villain of the show goes to. <laughs> he lived long you, enough. Everything is your fucking fault. He lived long enough. He keeps wishing <laughs> that his enemies were alive and back. Yeah. How does because so this like works? He doesn't though. see them as enemies. I yeah. don't think he like has a moral compass. You know. What <laughs> he I just mean? likes yeah. He just likes he, to throw down. Yeah. He loves to throw down. He's like that guy, back when we all used to go to Best Buy all the time, he's kind of like that guy outside <laughs> of Best Buy throwing down in the parking lot because mm. he just saw Never Back Down 2008. Mm. You like Fight Club? The Amber Heard classic. <laughs> Amber Heard yeah. classic, Never Back Down. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Great good film. Stuff. Yeah, good stuff. They fight in the parking lot and it's spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, Goku Super Saiyan. And then he salutes Boo, and he goes, "Till next time." Those and then he tell, and he fucks him up, and um, and then there's like a cool thing on where everyone appears on screen to tell Boo to fuck off before he's killed. Yeah, <laughs> kick rocks, Majin Boo. Hit the bricks, Boo. Yeah, Get out of here. Everyone gets one in. Fuck off, Graham. Amscray. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> then there's an Akira level explosion. Buzz off. <laughs> where Boo is vaporized. But it's not like too big where anybody else got hurt. Yeah, it's just the that. right size. It's important that you know <laughs> that only Kid Boo was killed. What about the animals on the on the Kai There's no animals on Kai Planet. It was very convenient that they were like this des- this planet that's just a field. It's a resourceless it. green ball. No animals were hurt in the throwing of well, the spirit bomb. Boo is dead. The music swells, and Goku he's sleepy. He is sleepy boy. Uh, uh, He's all tuckered out. Finally over. I threw that ball. Vegeta lays down on the ground because he's been dying for like six episodes. And him and Vegeta share the most physically intimate expression that two men can exchange. (laughs) A thumbs up. (laughs) Double big ones. And Vegeta's lying on the ground, too. He's, like, planking. He's planked out. Do you guys remember the first time you gave one of your boys an intimate thumbs up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it was yesterday. It was after I defeated Majin Buu. Here's the thing is, it still feels as good every time, blasting a big one out there. Yeah, it does. 
when it's a job well done. The second these mics shut off, you know I'm doing double fists right at the camera. Two big thumbs. Sometimes I'll do it sarcastically, though. I'm like sort of a stinker that way. Sometimes I'll give a big thumbs up to my boy. Like heart. Like smooth move X lax or whatever, you know. It's very nineties. My friend shits his pants or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) that's mean. (laughs) <laughs> and he shits his pants. And I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. And I, for the listener, I gave a, a sarcastic thumbs up there. Um, Everyone is like, boo's dead for real this time. Hooray. Namek cheers. Uh, You know, everyone's happy about it. The Z-Boys stand on a cliff, and they're like, it's for real this time. Mr. Satan says, you got him. He's not coming back. And Jesus light shines on Goku. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's well, laughing. he did a really good job. Yeah. Satan, Mr. Satan cuts a promo to Earth about like how he's the motherfucking greatest and Boo is dead and everyone cheers for him. Seems undeserved. Yay, Satan. Yay, hooray, Satan. Hooray. Mr. Satan. Mr. Yes. Satan. He's like, I retain the belt once again for Earth. Um, and Videl is mad because that's her dad, and that's got to be a huge pain in the ass. That really well, embarrasses Videl. He's acting dishonorably, yeah. is the thing, and nobody knows how dishonorable and Mr. Satan is. He embarrasses her in front wow. of her new in-laws. And even the dog's alive. Wow. Kai show up with Dende. Everyone laughs. Oh my God. Uh Heal Vegeta. He's dead. And Vegeta is so mad that he's getting healed. Yeah. That's just his resting Vegeta face. I relate. That's called being Italian, baby. (laughs) Wow. <clears throat> no comments. Oh, but the dog, it smells something. It's Fat Boo. He's just knocked out in the back. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And then Mr. Satan runs over to him and he's like, he's still kicking. Heal him. And Vegeta's like, why? And I gotta say, this is insane. Like, you know I love Fat Boo, but once again, I have to remind them that Fat Boo killed 75% of the planet before all the other forms showed up. That That's was true. him. That's true. He Katie. did that. But he didn't know Katie. that that was bad then. Boo advocate. He did fight off Kid Boo for the last two episodes, helping so? the Z Fighters save the day. I'm sure Hitler punched a couple of guys at some point. He was still fucking Hitler. Nah, he was yeah, Hitler was always punching cops. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy paying the... Or whatever. Wait. <laughs> He's paying or whatever. I don't know. Mr. Satan's like, I love Boo. It's the only time his physical touch has felt right. And so uh, Vegeta's like, absolutely not. He has to die. Yeah, he makes some good points. Rejected. And then Mr. Satan's like, no, I'll take responsibility. And Vegeta's like, is this a joke? <laughs> he literally says that. That's what he says. You're a it's joke. It's funny on a lot of different levels because uh, Mr. Satan's word means nothing. And yeah, it's, uh, what it's is such that? a bad idea. I'll take what responsibility. What does that even, yeah, what does in, that look like? It's like, oh, he came back and he killed everybody and... But it's like, but this time it's Mr. Satan's responsibility. So. But I think what, I think what that <laughs> means is, it, after Fat Boo like revives and kills everybody again, Mr. Satan is going to be like, my bad. 
<laughs> I think that's what that means. Which, you yeah. know, that and feels then... nice to hear when someone's at fault. Yeah. But still. still, all the people will be dead again. Then yeah. the villain of the show, Son Goku, says, no, it's fine, because he helped. And then he says, and if he freaks out again, we'll just wish everyone back using Dragon Ball. So he admits there's a good chance that Boo will kill everybody. <laughs> Yeah, okay. but he just like he was like, this was fun. I don't mind running that back. If it yeah, comes let's to that. let's reshuffle up. Let's run it back. <laughs> and then he's like, we'll hide him for six months, and then and then yeah, the Kaiser are like, actually, you can't have him on Earth because everyone remembers him as the guy who killed Earth. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. This so next part I don't agree with. This next so part. they wipe everyone's memory <laughs> so they don't. Like, we need him to, like, lay low for a little bit so we can wipe everyone's Once memory. again, I yeah, think it's is... fair that they tried to do a show where there was, like, there was repercussions for all this willy-nilly Dragon Ball nonsense. They just did a bad job, because clearly Goku needs to learn a fucking lesson. Yeah. <laughs> How did they wipe everyone's memory again? With the Dragon Balls they met in Blacklum in six months? They just used all the Dragon Balls. Yes. Yeah, Goku says we're gonna hide Boo for, for six, six months. months. I, it's... This is too silly. See, here's the thing. I actually, they should just—they should just not even address it, and we just assume it was fine yeah. instead of prodding <laughs> it out in front of us and coming up with a real half-ass explanations. I'm—I'm I'm on leave. Boo, let Boo live, team. Let but, Boo live. But wiping everybody's memories that he killed everybody—it's pretty fucked up. Like, That's what the Men so in Black fun. does. That's pretty. This is like up. when they made everyone get vaccinations. <laughs> it's exactly almost like the that. same situation. I was, I was afraid that, to say that, but oh man! Oh you my god, you're up. so That's fucking right. right. First, they god, take away so my right. boo memory, and then they make me get a government Wi-Fi inside of my body. Yeah, I, the woke mob is not gonna like the woke this, mob. I found out I can't even drink Coors Light anymore. No. <laughs> wow, you're so true right now. The woke because mob of how makes gay wants you to forget what boo so did. Yeah. Woke mom <laughs> wants true. me to forget what They're... the homosexual king boo did. <laughs> that is what's on uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Is the, it's the previous episodes of this TV show. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, David, I agree. And then they uh, they go to the lookout to be like, we're all alive, and everyone cheers, and then they're like, oh, also Majin Buu is here, and rightfully everyone's like, fuck! No! No! That part was hilarious. As a reminder, <laughs> Boo turn, didn't Boo turn like Chi-Chi into an egg and step on her? Yeah, ate her. Yeah, like, well, that, was when, that was the handsome one. That was the, the <laughs> Boo with the abs. Whatever. But, <laughs> I missed you all so much, and I'm back for real because of a sacrifice. So I'm definitely going to raise my kids this time, Goku says. I'm ready to raise my kids. Yep. And what you, Maybe that's a TV show. Six months pass, and what he means by raise his kids is he needs fight them naked in a bath with their dicks out. I'm sorry, Which Katie, everyone is, is that so mad. <laughs> is He's that still in the picture. Everyone's so mad at the Dalai Lama for doing that today, and it's just what Goku did. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing what he's Goku just doing did. the same thing powerful warriors w, do, where you w, get in a bath and you yeah. mess around. GD. He's like, I learned from you, Goku. I learned it from the your two naked kids fuse, and then they want to tussle, and yeah. so you blow up the whole tub because you go Super Saiyan, and you're so strong the tub can't it's handle it. It's a clear it. escalation of events. And then, so, yeah, poor Chi-Chi's trying to cook, but the boys 
spews into go tanks and naked fight Goku and everyone comes out and laughs and they're like, ha ha. And then Vegeta hates it. And I'm like, I feel you, man. Vegeta. I hate family dinner too. Chi Chi is trying to cook. She comes outside to yell at Goku and everybody's like, why don't you let Goku cook? Mm. Hey. No. That's and what that's happens the, in the yeah. show. And that's why I'm including episode. it. <laughs> it's all happened. It's Vegeta. all happening. Way to go. Yeah. Got his ass. So this is obviously Alice. the last episode, right? So we're done? Or? No, there's like five more for some reason. Out of seven yeah. Dragon Balls. <laughs> what are we rating this? Alex Patak. Wow. Well, keeping in mind, this is not the final episode of Dragon Ball Z, although it is clearly the end of things that could happen. I will give it three out of seven Dragon Balls. There was only one beam, but it was a really big one. And it was a really, really big one. And it crushed Majin Buu, who we will always remember for his exploits as, as a really great guy. On, we remember... I actually have a room full of Majin Buu memorabilia in my home to remind me that he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's in your hall of evils. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. I mean, my grandparents worked for Majin Buu, so I'm not oh, going to like shit. get rid of it. <laughs> oh, That's just what they had to do. People this don't like, get that. It's history. Listen, I know it's not hate. right, but the guy put me through college. <laughs> it's history, <laughs> not hate, bro. Austin, uh, why are you giving this? Well, it was this, this is the first time the Spirit Bomb has ever worked. It only works one other time, which we reviewed already on GT. So that was cool, I guess. He's dead now. Um, three out of seven. <laughs> That's right. Damn. Yeah. David, where are you giving this? Um, I'm giving it uh, one out of one Goku's bare asses. Let's go. Come on now. <laughs> Have a bear ass. This is a uh, kids friendly show. Feel, I don't feel comfortable using the Dragon Ball scale because I had no fucking idea what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only want you to uh, act within your comfort level. Yeah. <laughs> but the part when everyone was real sleepy, I felt that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. I'm kind of feeling it now. Yeah, me yeah. too. Uh, I'm gonna give it four out of seven just because you know it's cool. They killed Majin Buu. Finality. Ha ha, way to kill Majin Buu. Yeah, you know, that's cool. I joked about it, but you know, that kid Buu, he was a pretty fun guy. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of antics. He was more fun than Listen, Omega Shadow. I know Shadow. he was a problematic member of the community, but I, you know, I'd be lying if we didn't have... I, we had some good times. He had some I'm laughs. He had some you know? laughs. He knew how to party. Yeah. I, I do miss him. Yeah. I'm not calling yeah, I miss him, him up. I don't miss Omega but... Shenron, but I do miss Kid Boo. Yeah. Well, well, that was that was the dead show. Do we have emails? <laughs> well, you know we do. Play the email song. It's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon Here we are in our famous segment, Dragon Mail, where you send in your dragon mail, and we read it in our dragon email on ballinoutsuper at gmail.com, or dragon. Uh, this Yay. week, we have a great email from listener Ferris again, who is dominating the email circuit. The, his, uh, this email says, afternoon ballers, hope y'all are well. What a I'm fine. It's actually my birthday. 
Hey. Um, uh. <laughs> David's putting his hands up. With a revela- revelation that at the end of GT, Goku leaves to go on vague adventures with Shenron, I wanted to ask about a piece of Dragon Ball Super lore, so spoiler for the manga, I guess, but it's not a huge one. It's revealed that the Namekians are not local to the dimension and that they are actually travelers from another dimension before settling in different places. Ugh. I'm wondering... That seems unnecessary. I hate it. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Why can't they just be aliens? Why they're, can't they're they? Aliens. They look like the alien drawing. Whatever. Whatever. Um, I'm wondering... <laughs> uh, I may be mad. I'm wondering that if at the end of GT, Shenron takes Goku back to that original Namekian dimension outside of brief visits to watch his stupid descendants do tournaments, and then the future arc of the Dragon Ball Super manga, Super Goku goes to that dimension in which they seem to be setting up and they d- do battle. And that is how GT becomes canon. Any ideas about that? Uh, can I field this one? Yes, David. Yes, yes David. David. Great question. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. And there's nothing to add because you really threaded to add. the needle. <laughs> nothing <laughs> to add. Move on. No notes. <laughs> so, when you look upon a masterpiece, there are no more strokes to be added to the canvas. And that is the situation we find ourselves in now. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. P.S. Also, Master Roshi has drank from that fountain of youth, and that's why he isn't dead from old age. Thanks, Ferris. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Fucking kill him, um, Toriyama, you bitch. You know what? Roshi's the real hero of fucking Dragon Ball Z. He's like, I'm gonna live on an island and jerk off for all of eternity. You guys go do whatever. Yeah, big respect that for that. Does, yeah. Um... <laughs> He survives all those nosebleeds. Uh, Let's do one more email since we have a whole bunch of them, and then we will do the plugs. Okay, this one is from listener. It doesn't say to say the name, so I learned not to say it because everyone's so mad at me all the time, even on my birthday sometimes. And that's it's today is my birthday. What's up, ballers? Congratulations on finally getting through GT so we don't have to. I can't wait for the next Behind the Paywall series, whatever it might be. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Surprise. We love Yu-Gi-Oh! Sorry. (laughs) It's your move. We picked Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Maybe it's even been announced by the time you get to this email. On the topic of the Patreon series, did you hear that one of the people behind the Uma Musume anime getting arrested for exactly what you'd expect? No! Justice for KRL! Justice for KRL! What are they getting arrested for? I'm assuming gambling on horses. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna assume fucking a child dressed as a horse. I hope (laughs) not. Jesus, I hope not. That's specific. Uh, anyway, the question is... If yep, you had it's to... still illegal, even if they're dressed like a horse. <laughs> but, Your Honor, they were dressed like a horse. Yeah, that's not exactly... Your Honor, do Objection, horses relevance. have rights? Your Honor, I thought it was just a little horse. Here it is, horse I was right. Now, hold on, hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, before... Who is this person? Are they one of the animators, or what is this? Composer for Uma Musume game arrested for alleged sexual assault attempt. Fuck! <laughs> that's not that's bad. Anyway, the question <laughs> is... That's bad. Katie, stop dancing about sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, stop celebrating. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a bad you think like you've been there before, KRL. <laughs> uh, listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I want to get canceled so everyone will stop talking to me. If you had to get an anime-themed face tattoo under threat of death, what would you get and how would you try to make it borderline presentable? As a caveat, it would have to be big enough to recognize it from at least three feet away. 
Oh, that caveat is difficult. This is mm. a good Wait, thought experiment. A though. face tattoo? What was it, Alex? What so I would pick one side of my face, and then I would have a presentable side, and then a deviant side. You have to do the two mm. face, Kevin McHale. Maybe Wait, it's an anime themed face tattoo. Is that what's going on? An yes. anime themed face tattoo. It has to be okay. visible from three feet away. I would get some Zoro scars and just be like, "Yeah, this is just what my face looks like." That's pretty good. I think I might do like a dragon going up the side of my left face, and then if I was on a date or something, I could wear a Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's some symbol or something you can do and kind of try and get a small like teardrop situation. You could probably get <laughs> away with. I yeah, every one of these drops is how many Dragon Balls Goku wished on. I like Alex's <laughs> idea of like the Shenron, it like the Chinese style dragon. I could maybe get away with that and then be like, it's for my culture. It's heritage. <laughs> it's not hate. It's not, it's heritage. it's a Dragon Ball face tattoo. Yeah, you know how my it goes. father. <laughs> but then I Wait, also it... mean I also get matching Phantom of the Mask. Yes. Does it have to be happens. Dragon? It's just anime, right? Anime, just anime it could yeah. be any anime. I would get the father and daughter from Grave of the Fireflies tattooed on my forehead. Holy fuck. Wow. That is sad as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Isn't Grave of the Fireflies just the the sister and brother? Oh, yeah, maybe that's it. I thought it was like a dad and his little girl. I haven't seen that movie in a long well, time. Well, the older brother kind of acts like a father, yeah. and so I understand. Anyway, it'd be a great fa- face tattoo. I think you should get it. Um... Okay, yeah, I think gonna, you should do it. Do okay, it. well, that settles People's it. People's books take a long time to open up out here, but... <laughs> oh. uh, if, if you can try to get that face tattoo, I would get maybe a sexy fay on my nose. <laughs> just like like a lady? Yeah, just dressed like Picture a tramp. Nose. Right on my nose. And then when people look at me, I'd say, what, is there something on my nose? And then I'd laugh a little bit. I'd get that uh, Digimon that looks like a snowman and, and have it say burr like Gucci Man. <laughs> Oh, that could be really good too. There's That's a lot cool. of great face tattoo ideas. I get the shitty gummy eyes painted on the back of my eyelids. Oh, so like shit. when I'm sleeping, painful. people think that I have the shitty gummy eyes and then That's I can so see scary. how long they're gonna live and I'm gonna murder them with my right. death notes. <laughs> when really you're just asleep. So they don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> so tired of people fucking with Lawson when he's so asleep. Sick of it, bro. <laughs> Let him sleep. Let me live, bro. <laughs> Thanks for the question. These are great questions. We love to get them. Ballnotesuper at gmail.com. In the meantime, it's everyone's favorite train coming to the station. Plug a plug a plug a choo choo. I hear the train coming. It's the plug train. (laughs) (laughs) David. Um, Uh uh, You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Twitey T-V-E-I-T-E and you can follow me on Instagram at Kill Twitey uh, Kill T-V-E-I-T-E and uh, usually like I'll post shows on Instagram and sometimes on Twitter but that doesn't do anything Um, no it doesn't help at all (laughs) but yeah so I don't know I do uh, doing comedy around uh, Portland and uh, Seattle a bunch over the next couple months and traveling some this summer so if you want to come see me tell some funny jokes uh, yeah look into that you can catch him like a Pokemon. Let's mm-hmm. go. That's right. Just like a Pokemon. Like those little cartoons you love. Yeah, I'm uh, at Love Anger on Instagram, talking Naruto podcast, as always. And, uh, you know, just keep your ear to the ground. There might be some other shit popping up soon. Ooh. Plus it has 
the most projects going on. He's the he main. He has so oh, many projects. Many. I know from personal experience. Alex Patak. <laughs> In the land of the content creator, the one with the projects is king. Um, for a podcast, Quarators. Oh, you know what? Make sure you uh, subscribe to Quarators on YouTube. I al- yes. We almost have 2,000 subscribers, and I really want them to send pew, me pew, in pew. the mail a second 1,000 subscriber plaque. Yeah, let's They sell for a lot of money, these subscriber plaques, and I can't wait to have two of them. So go to YouTube oh, and subscribe Oh, so you guys can finally have that in the background of your videos? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're going to have a big uh, uh, shelf that's just legions of plaques. Do you actually have a plaque from them? Oh, if I didn't have a plaque, why would I say it? I don't know. Funny. That's right. Well, like, it's like a funny thing to say. <laughs> they definitely send you plaques, and they definitely do it every 1,000 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a costume out of the metal. <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to say, that seems like a low threshold. but <laughs> No, it's real. Make sure you do it. YouTube.com. It happens. <laughs> You, the board of YouTube, going like we're getting, we're getting killed on all these flats. Yeah, no wonder they're. David's trying to poke holes in my subscriber plug, but I want you. Mr. Beast just has like an (laughs) Olympic-sized swimming pool filled with them. He has millions of subscribers. You can find me on Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. Please consider subscribing to my Patreon for my podcast. Carol, stupid music cavalcade. Uh, twice a month, you get a full radio show playlist, and you guys voted. And you get to vote, and this month's theme for the first show, which comes out later this week. Uh, speaking of Uma Musume, it's horse music. So That's right. all the That's songs right. uh, yeah. are gonna be either about horses or bands with horses in their names or vaguely horse themed in some way. So yeehaw! Come on down. The stupid music. That's that. Uh, I voted and I won. Send Hangman's theme. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll do that for you. Hey, Hangman's theme is just essentially the fucking good, bad, and ugly, but that's fine. Um, it's also only like fifty seconds long. Like it's yes. like a, it's like a. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure I'll put a sample of it somewhere. Like royalty free music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Patreon.com/slash/stupidmusic, please. Only five dollars a month. Speaking of which, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. If you want to hear all about GT, we did the whole thing for some fucking reason. And now we're back to our old friend, Yu-Gi-Oh! It's your move! It's your move. So get on down. And that's Subscribe. been Subscribe. This week, see you next week. Balling out super. super! Yes! Hooray! Hooray. <laughs>